0: Again, Fernando Suárez del
1: Solar. Three years ago, you took my son's blood. Now I will give my own blood to save the soldiers who served with my son. How much more blood do you need to put an end to this war? The marchers will continue holding several anti-war events and
0: demonstrations at stops across California and will culminate in San Francisco on March 27th with a memorial ceremony and a blood donation drive for American troops and Iraqi children. For Free Speech Radio News, this is Luis Perez in Tijuana.
2: Free Speech Radio News is a worker-run collective. Our newscast is produced by Simba Russo and Monica Lopez. Today's headlines editor is Mitch Jezerich at WBAI sitting in for Shannon Young. Leon Caldwell is our Washington editor. Our technical production team at KPFA in Berkeley includes Jade Paget-Seekins, Eric Klein, and Antonio Ortiz. For archives of this or any other FSRN newscast or documentary, you can check out our website at www.fsrn .org, www.fsrn.org. You can also email us at comments at fsrn.org. From KPFK in Los Angeles, I'm Aura Bogado.
1: What are we doing in here?
3: Dan, get off my foot.
1: There are hangers everywhere, Christy.
3: And what's up with these mothballs?
1: This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe.
3: Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man.
1: Closets, Closets are, are for clothes. clothes. Closets are for closed as Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence.
3: 60 minutes of award winning gaiety and witty repartee. <laughs> We're here. We're on. Closets are for clothes on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor.
1: The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies.
3: We are your hosts, Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Wow, these are really loud yeah. headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Just to
1: but I love the be- melodic voice of you. Hey.
3: Thanks. <laughs> Well, it is Wednesday, March 15th.
1: The Ides of March.
3: Yes, two days prior to my 32nd birthday. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Also,
3: I'll be 32 on Friday.
1: Holy moly, do anything special or? No. No? Oh, okay.
3: No? No. no. Our house is a mess because we're doing all, remember I told you, my bathroom's got the dwindles? Oh, (laughs) yeah. So we're doing all this work to our house and there's no, there's no, Uh, we gotta be there with our stuff and trying to get it, make it work right. Um, how are you, Dan?
1: Uh, um, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm 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 fine and dandy. Um, <laughs> did I catch
3: you off guard? <laughs> you did actually. <laughs> we do this little radio show yeah. on Wednesdays. <laughs> I don't know if you've been here uh, before. I don't know if, and usually we start out with a "How you doing?" Exactly. segment. Exactly.
1: Well, I, I, I've got one of the things that cause i because I'm trying to think. Okay, what was we gonna talk about? But I remember now what I was gonna talk about is. Um, so I have got this new job, and it's re it's uh, and then my title is research and analyst assistant. So I'm helping with. Um, um, somebody who is supposed to. So is this to, recently new? This is recently I, new. Oh, yeah. Okay. exactly. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. So thank you. Go. And um, so there. Uh, so my my personnel form came through saying, okay, he's he, this is official that he's now in this new position, and on it as the title they have shortened your name or not shortened your name but they shortened my title because it's a very long and they only had like mm-hmm. ten bytes or something to put it in.
3: Are you some sort of ass?
1: I am an anal assistant.
2: <laughs> ah. And,
3: um, uh, exactly. And so, so I'm Why an is anal that assistant. That perfect for you. And exactly. That's
1: awesome. And so, of course, I turned to my boss and I said, So, what does this make you if I'm the assistant? Right. <laughs> <You> know, exactly. <laughs> so, we've been kind of making up little slogans like, that you know, so to, uh, we're going to form an organization called the, um, continuing research, uh, of, uh, continuous research of assisting, fa- uh, six assisting, uh, professors. Also known as CREP. So um, oh, all these yeah. other things, and then we came up with other things of uh, other titles that would spell other things. And um, but then I said, oh. I want that on my business cards. And they're looking at me like, well, why would you want that on your business cards? Because I'd hand them out at the bars. Exactly.
3: <laughs> That's a so, way to get dates, Hello, sure. I'm
1: going to go to the leather bar now, and I'll actually fit in. <laughs> right. <laughs> or I'll at least anal- analyze it.
3: Right. Right. You'll be able to assist. You're so bad. Exactly. So
1: <laughs> it's been a little bit like, it's, it's been the going joke the past couple of days, and, and uh, stirring up crap, if you will. And so it's been kind of a fun... You know, little uh, uh, exercise in our because uh, um, there's been a lot of other things that we've been also working on. So it's it's a uh, it's been kind of fun. So That's yes. Cool. Oh, and that was the other thing. The other thing was is that my boss um, was asked to speak at a uh, to do a f- say a few words at a presentation that the the college was uh, um, putting together, and it was on colorectal. Um, cancer. <laughs> 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 she really so, an so I was really—it was very funny. The whole thing—it's just been falling ever since we came up with this. My oh, co-worker.
3: absolutely! It's gonna keep going and yes. going. And oh, going.
1: it's been—it's been fabulous. So it's been—and uh, of course—and then of course she pointed out. Says, you know what? You—I guess guys really do not get past the middle school potty humor. <laughs> no. And he looked at her <laughs> like,
0: does really? I'm all right. <laughs> a lot of us. Do. I
3: agree. Like, I don't. Yeah. Last <laughs> night, a few of us were sitting around because we put our cryptic. You know, and there are a few of us sitting around my house, and we're making fart jokes. Yeah, but, yeah and we're right? all in our 30s. <laughs> yes, it doesn't ever go away for yes. some of us. And yeah. it, just,
1: it just the whole time, it's just been, and, and that's what's so funny is just putting these things on his calendar, and you know, and it's just it, we've been laughing. I mean, it's just been very coincidental that mm-hmm. all of this is like the, the, the sun must be uh, in alignment. So. Yes, I was
0: the, gonna
1: say something and I held back. Yeah, yeah the moon? A <laughs> <part of it>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of, of mood activity. <laughs> well, speaking of which, that's the other thing is that my coworker, the same one who pointed out my title, um, <laughs> she's decided that she's gonna start walking now that it's nicer weather, and so she, and so she's like, now you know. Uh, Dan, I'm, I'm just, but make sure you come back for lunch so that I could get out there before it starts raining and things like this. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I've already made arrangements with Mother Nature. It's all set. And she looks at me like, y- yeah, right, or whatever. Well, sure enough, the last <laughs> two weeks, it ha- we've had, like, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, we had all that snow and rain. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, by one o'clock, her lunch hour, it was sunny and a breezy. And I said, well, I made it a little breezy because I wanted to kind of cool the sidewalk for you so you wouldn't slip. And she's <laughs> looking at me like, this is getting a little scary, Dan. Like, this is whatever. Because <laughs> it's been, like, all two weeks now. And every time from one to two, I said, you have no excuse. I have made arrangements. Right. And uh, so it's been kind of fun that she's like, boy, have you uh sold your soul to you the know, devil like what this? What sort of and,
3: connection do you have?
1: Right. Exactly. So it's been kind of an interesting... uh uh, because it's been like impossible weather, and then suddenly at one o'clock, the sun comes out, the, the sidewalks are dry, and I look I look at her and go, uh, you have no excuse today. <laughs> like this. So, mm-hmm. she's like, darn, damn, dang. So, it's been fun. But how are you, Christina? Not that I'm ignoring you, No, Meredith.
0: but we haven't seen
1: and, you. I, like, well, yeah, I wasn't so. here
3: last week. You know, I'm good. I had this weekend... Um. This past weekend, not this coming weekend, we went to Cleveland, Ohio, oh. for uh, to see a show. No, that's oh, wow. that's not the thrust of my story. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> so On the way, Cle- yeah. <laughs> Cleveland's Cleveland has redeemed itself, and that's all I'll say. I used oh. to think all, there was no good part of Ohio oh. except for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. the <laughs> only thing that was good in Ohio. But in fact, I really like Cleveland in general. I've discovered. Ah, covered. okay. But you have to drive through Ohio to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, we're on the turnpike, the Ohio turnpike, Uh and we stop at one of those travel plazas, and I got a biscotti. You know what? This is those little hard, like... Dipping in your chocolate. W- right. I you your C- coffee. <laughs> or tea. The <laughs> yes. log-shaped thing. Well, I got a chocolate hazelnut biscotti. Ooh. That
1: sounds
0: okay. lovely.
3: It was very tasty until I bit down on a hazelnut and cracked my tooth. <gasps> no! <gasps>
1: no! Or so
3: I thought. Wait. I, oh,
1: okay. And I, I was going
3: to say, damn, those Ohio <laughs> turned <back." laughs> Well, this, so I'm still thinking my tooth is cracked. Like, I didn't immediately know that maybe it wasn't. Anyway, I had just gotten some dental work done on the lower left side of my mouth, and I thought it was a filling that had cracked, and you know, if a filling cracks, it's kind of a big deal. And yes. Quiet. So I immediately called my dentist when I got back and got right in to see them, um, and she was telling me, you know, before they did the x-ray, they had, which by the way, just as a side note, they had to do the special kind of x-ray so they could see all the way down to the root, hmm. and I cried. It hurt so bad. Oh my goodness! Oh, because my of that gosh. little thing they have to put in oh, your mouth, the, yeah, yeah, the, oh. the the bite wing thing. Yes. It's so large because they have to get to the what she was calling it, the apex of the root. Wow! And it it was grinding into the bottom of my mouth so hard it was making my eyes water. Wow! Anyway. Fun so the dentist. yeah, <laughs> all kinds of fun, and of course you know they're not gonna give you any sort of anesthetic for, for, for an X-ray. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she's telling me as we're standing in line for the X-ray machine, she's like, "Well, if your tooth is cracked, there's sort of two possibilities: either we crown it or we pull it out. Like Ooh. those are your options." Wow. And she's like, "There is this other treatment, but it's not really recommended because it's only a temporary thing, and you're just gonna have to get a crown or whatnot." In gotcha. the future, eventually, <laughs> eventually. So that freaked me out right away. Right, I'm like, oh no! And and it turns out it's not one of my back molars that's hurting. It's actually one of the more forward teeth, oh, called the premolar. So it's on the side of my mouth Ow. where a gaping hole would be readily noticeable. Right. And <laughs> and do they give you like a fake tooth for just one? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. Figure it out. I don't want to have this and. So there do, she does these x-rays and that, you know, of course got the tears. coming. Right. So I go sit down and she does percussion on my teeth, you know, where she bangs them all. Oh, "Oh, I hate that. That is the worst. And I, and like nothing is really hurting when she's doing that. And she's like, are you sure? Your mouth, there's, I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, bite down. And so I bit down on this piece of wood on all of my teeth. And that's when we discovered which tooth it was. We just got like the whole thing is terrible, terrible pain. This is all while we're waiting for the x-ray to come back. The x-ray comes back and she goes and consults with her colleagues and comes and shows me the x-ray. There's nothing wrong with my tooth. Not a crack, not a hairline fracture, Nothing. There's absolutely. They can't. It's perfectly healthy. It's like nice and fleshy where it's supposed to be fleshy. This tooth is in great shape. So I am totally she, puzzled.
1: I know. She's I'm like, like <laughs> well, you take really, <laughs> really
3: good care of your teeth, <laughs> as well as we all. You know. She's right. like, I knew that already because you, you know, your history, yes. my history, everything. So, she goes and she talks to this colleague, and they come back and tell me that what I have done is I have bruised the periodontal ligament in my mouth.
1: Oh my word.
3: So essentially it's like somebody punched me. You know like if somebody yes. punched you in the shoulder and then every time I bite down on that tooth, uh-huh. it's like somebody's pushing on that bruise where I've been oh, punched. Oh my gosh. So, wow. It's just a bruise, which is and and even my dentist was like, I've never heard of such a thing.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, she I mean, was, like her what moving was, parts are there? Right, thereby, right. Yeah. Her
3: Her colleague was the one that had you know was able to tell us what it was, and it's very strange. He's yeah. like, and it can take as long as a month to heal because, especially with people who grind their teeth, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. I tend to grind my teeth a little bit. Oh. I'm not bad. I don't. Okay. It's not like you can hear it. You okay. Know? But um I grit my teeth is more an, a- oh, an accurate okay. description right. a gotcha. lot when I'm concentrating or whatever. So that's gonna make it harder and take longer to heal. Um, but yeah, it's a bruise. I have a bruised tooth. Oh that's my crazy.
1: word! Who yeah.
0: bruise your tooth?
3: But I'm not eating hazelnuts anymore.
1: Yeah. As good as they are. Only in your coffee. Right. As good as
3: they are, I have to say no.
1: Oh, wow. I
3: have to say no to hazelnuts.
1: That's fascinating what, you, what you find out when I you're know. listening to Closet Surfer clothes. I, was, I
3: felt bad, you know, because I got this emergency appointment and right. nothing was wrong. Well, no,
1: there was something wrong. Well,
3: there was something wrong, yes. And she yeah. was, I mean, she was worried because she thought she'd given me bad feelings and... Right, right. You know, but...
1: Wow. I'm, but
3: I don't want people to say if they ever bite something hard and they feel this shooting pain in their mouth to just think it's bruised. Right. Call your dentist. That's right. clearly they all thought it was a... Right. Because I mean, she thought it was a crack as well. You had all the She, symptoms. she, I, she thought yeah. I'd cracked my tooth. You're one in a million, Kate. Right. She was totally preparing me for You're extraction. Surprised? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it shouldn't be
1: surprising. <laughs> So, yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Wow. You know, now, because I have a, a, a pre-dental friend who's like, wants to become a dentist. <laughs> and <laughs> like I'm going to like spring this on him. Like, oh, so, you know, uh, have you ever heard of a bruised ligament? A, tooth? A uh,
3: periodontal dental, ligament.
1: A periodontal ligament. Yes. Yeah. I didn't say that right, but I know well, what you meant. Well,
3: what, yes. what it kind of made me think of is sort of like a sprained ankle. Yes. Like yeah. Like it's, it's the same kind of yeah. deal, only it's in your tooth. Yep. Yeah. So Wow.
2: Who yeah. knew? But
3: I can only chew on the right side of my mouth. Yes. Which is very I mean, you wouldn't think that would be that big of a deal.
0: But it's it's, a huge deal. If you don't deal. do it, it's really... I notice. Uh-huh. Boy, howdy, do I notice if but I But you know what up. you'll notice is after like a month, you'll go back to being able to chew normally and you'll realize like, wow, I'm really only chewing on my right side of my yeah, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going I had back to and notice that sides. when I got my
1: my crown in, and on the left-hand side and I had to chew on the right-hand side and it was just it was the weirdest. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like so, the yeah.
3: You gotta ch- constantly
0: remember to do it.
1: Yes.
3: Constantly. So. Yes.
1: Man, oh man.
0: Crazy. How are you, Meredith? I'm good. I'm good. We went to the Home and Garden Expo this weekend. Really? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I had really high hopes. Okay. Uh oh. I had really, really high hopes. Oh no. And so they have the. It was at Ford Field, so the upper outer ring or whatever. Is was where all of the garden stuff oh, was.
1: downtown Detroit.
0: Downtown Detroit.
1: Oh, I thought you meant the one local here. No. Oh. Was it the oh well, that's the one when I told you all oh, I really wanted to go because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the one I really wanted to go. Was the one that's local. But I didn't okay, know there so. was a local one. Oh. There is.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so we went to the one. Upper floor, beautiful. You walk in and they have all these different landscaping people who've come in and basically built little gardens. Oh. Right there in like. You know, yes. the walkway and you, it's gorgeous and they're really nice and stuff. But then you go down and one of the things I wanted to see was Skippy the water skiing squirrel. <laughs> Oh, Christy, I'm worried (laughs) Well, Skippy is only on twice a day Oh, okay Uh huh. So we missed both of Skippy's appearances Why? That's just terrible It was horrible Yes And the bottom, like when you're going down on the field All that is is just aluminum siding and windows And I was like, this is so boring I don't need aluminum siding and I don't need windows
1: (laughs) See, now this is very interesting Because I would have put the garden on the field And had all the aluminum siding in the, in the I know, right?
3: Well, I think it's, it. hmm, it may be like a, a moving thing. Yeah, it might be. But I would oh, just kind of like, you know,
1: d- d- you know, and then I don't think they would really dig up the field. <laughs> <right>? well, <laughs> right. oh, the it's also the,
3: astroturf. More than like not. Right, now. exactly. <laughs> right. It is an astroturf. So I
1: was kind of playing with you there. But yes, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's probably what happened. It was just easier moving in and out. Mm-hmm. Wow, so did you get any good ideas? No. None whatsoever. None whatsoever, no whatsoever. like flower, like a uh, color idea,
0: it was all like. More like build a bridge. I mean, they really oh, went over the top. Okay. So like nothing that you showed, yeah. you they showed you was really anything that, you know, if you've got four hours on a Saturday afternoon, you could do it. I mean, it was right. like, you'd have to get a landscaper to come in and wow. do it.
1: So. And then were there any workshops that you may have attended?
0: We were going to attend, we went to the ones about the different flowers that you can put in your garden that'll last all year long. Cause you know, th- what would be better than having beautiful flowers all year long? Well, Except I it turns can turns out. Anything. There aren't any. <laughs> because our weather is too we cold. We live in here. Michigan. Right? Oh, oh and okay. And I thought, you have this expo in Michigan. Why would you have a session about flowers all year round that you... Then there wasn't any. Right. right. You know, my
3: neighbors, some of my neighbors have figured out how to do that. They have plastic flowers I was just in their garden. to say, yes. They totally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yes. one across the street from me has a little
0: garden around her mailbox, and it's full of fake flowers. A friend yeah, A friend's neighbor has you know those wooden um tulips they've planted just wooden tulips in like beds they made the beds and then only planted wooden tulips in them for all year round wow and there's like four in each bed and the beds are you know four Dad, feet it's long springtime forever there <laughs> it's just weird <laughs>
1: yeah well it's wow. better than like my mom who um um who actually d- like had uh flowers put into uh uh, they, the, the backyard, the person like cut down all the the bushes, the lilacs and things like that, and actually put in put up like the huge wooden flat like f- uh, six foot flower uh, tulips. Wow! What? It was like yeah. And on that weird. fruity,
3: flowery note. That's right, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna be back with um, Dave Garcia, and we're gonna talk about gay summer camp. Welcome back to Closets Are For Closed. And joining us on the phone is Dave Garcia. Hi, Dave.
2: Hi,
0: guys. How are you? Good. good. How are
3: you doing?
2: I'm good. It's good to hear your voices.
0: Yes. Yeah. Good to
2: hear yours,
3: too. And thank you for joining us. Absolutely. So, you, you are one of the organizers of a, a summer camp for LGBT youth that's happening over Memorial Day. What's the camp called again? None of us could remember on the break. <laughs> we're,
2: we're, we're calling it uh, Camp Beyond Boundaries.
3: Okay. Camp Beyond Boundaries. And what is the itinerary? For what's going to happen at
2: the camp? Well, first, uh, you should know it's sponsored by the Ann Arbor YMCA, the Rowan Education Network, and the Ruth Ellis Center. Oh, wow. It'll be held at Camp Algonquin, which is a camp uh, that is owned by the Ann Arbor YMCA up north on Burt Lake, just south of the bridge. And we are taking 30 to 35 kids from the Ruth Ellis Center in downtown Detroit to camp uh, for three nights at uh, Camp Algonquin um, for free. So... Most of these kids have never even been out of Detroit, much less uh, to northern Michigan. Uh, Grace put it best. She said most of them have never seen a canoe, much less been in a canoe. So right. it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> right, right. Very excited. She called me yesterday and said she's having trouble picking which which, uh, which 30 to bring. So I'm excited, and I think everyone else is, too.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: So what can the kids expect to do while they're there?
2: Uh, they're going to do everything you think of when you think of camps. Now, they're going to be sailing. Uh-oh. They're going to be sitting around uh, campfires uh, talking. They're going to be uh, hiking. They're going to be doing arts and crafts and a talent show and uh all kinds of things they're gonna be in the lake although they might be a little cold so we'll see how long they're actually staying there no they're s'mores a little, uh, yeah i know for memorial weekend but we're, we're getting the docks out for them and we'll see they'll certainly be able to canoe and be in the boats if they don't want to if they don't want to jump in we'll see if anyone takes the dare and actually jumps in burt lake
1: but what about like you know like you have the reward being s'mores Possumors? Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Sure. sure. <laughs> that sounds great, yeah. You know, I am really looking forward to the conversations around the campfires. I, I think they're going to be pretty enlightening. Most gay kids don't get a chance to go to camp, particularly around other gay kids, uh, right. gay teens. So they'll be able to talk about things that they wouldn't be able to talk about if, they, if say, one individual uh, gay team was able to go to camp.
3: Right. So they're actually going to be able to be at camp and be out.
2: Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and talk exactly. about stuff. Well, but, and, also, and I don't know of any other people doing this in the States, so we're excited to do it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, and one of the things I always loved about it was uh, you'd be able to see all the stars and have that big um, fire going, the bonfire going. Yeah. And, I mean, I can just imagine these kids who have never really left, you know, an industrial city, you know, you with all realize. the cement and all the... uh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. To be able to see a roaring fire, just watching it, and then mm-hmm. to be able to look up and see the <laughs> stars.
2: Yeah, and it's, you know it brings its own set of challenges. Right? They're they're worried about bears.
1: Right. So. Oh, I love it, <laughs> but I'm not going. <laughs> I'm about
2: bears, and uh, you know, I don't think I've never seen a bear. I mean, I know that there are some black bears up in northern Michigan at that area, but you know, we've never seen any up there. So trying to convince them is is one thing, though. So. well, right. you
1: know what? I mean, they're just they're just hearing what Dorothy always said. You know, lions and tigers and bears oh, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. oh my we'll see a
2: camp like this provides its own challenges you know we're so careful that, that couples don't hook up at camp and we tell them this is not the time for you to find a boyfriend or girlfriend and you know leave that till when camp's done and here we're putting all the boys in the cabin and all the girls in the cabin and and we're like, oh, man, you know what? That doesn't work quite as well in a Right, game it game. doesn't so, work the same <laughs> in a gate right. Uh, so we're still yes. coming up against all kinds of stuff. Right, well, exactly. Well, sure. Man. Sure.
3: And I'm sure it's things that you would, you know, just when you have one thing, thing's figured out something else crops yeah. up i'm sure
1: oh yeah yeah so like talent shows i've never been to a camp uh a, a campsite oh, or whatever i've done a talent show
2: oh they get crazy you know we have big we have a big hall called row hall up there and that's what we'll have it it's, it has its own stage and they'll dress up in all kinds of crazy costumes and uh, i'm looking forward to that so we'll
1: yeah. we'll
2: see we'll see what that does you know really we're looking forward to too if this goes really well then it'll provide some grant opportunities for us to expand and maybe do a full summer thing in the future. So Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to it.
3: And is there a hope in the future also to offer it to kids other than kids who are Ruth Ellis?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, this is kind of a pilot program. Mm-hmm. We thought Ruth Ellis Center would be a good targeted audience. But in the future, if we can expand the camp, then we're going to expand it to all the GSAs, maybe to the kids of lesbian and gay parents, and, and who knows what other opportunities the LGBT community can have if we had our own camp. So right. Right. we're
1: looking forward to it. Now you said it was the Ruth Ellis Center, the YMCA, and, and the, the Rowan Education Network. So. Now, tell us being a little bit more about the Rowan Education Network.
2: I started the Rowan Education Network about ooh, shoot, five years ago now. Um, all the craziness back in Sports Creek and creeping, walking to the Capitol. We started the Rowan Education Network. Um, we have a board of control. It's a nonprofit organization. We've given away a lot of money to various LGBT organizations. A lot of our board of control works at the Ruth, uh, I'm sorry, the Ginsburg Center there in Ann Arbor, uh-huh. and also. Um, the University of Michigan's Recreation Department. So we have a lot of camping people on our board. Oh. It's always been a goal of ours to develop a camp. To this point, we've only been able to establish some scout only. We have established some scholarships and given away a lot of money and done a lot of um, a lot of different projects in and around the state to help uh, gay teens. But uh, we've always had our eyes on a camp, and and um, looks like we're going to do it. So.
3: Yeah, and how did you get the YMCA involved in camp? Obama? That's a great
2: question. You know, a lot of Ys, um probably wouldn't tackle this, and I think it's something that we, we should all be very proud of our local YMCA for doing. Um, I approached the administration and, and told them what I what the idea was, and they were all for it right off the bat. So... Um we are right now, if you drive around the Y, you'll see all these banners that say Strong Kids Campaign. Mm-hmm. And money that, that these kids, you know, they are going for free. Every every teen of the Ruth Ellis Center is going for free. They That is uh, financially supported uh, by that Strong Kids Campaign. So if any of you out there listening, you know, think, uh, wow, this is really something unique and, and terrific, you know, please donate to the Strong Kids Campaign because it helps not only the kids of the Ruth Ellis Center go to, kid, to camp for free, But all of those kids that can't afford to go to camp in our county. Right.
0: Right.
2: That's where those funds are coming from. So support the Strong Kids Campaign is pretty important.
0: So what's the importance of kids going to camp? Because I think a lot of people don't go to camp and don't realize the benefits of having that opportunity.
2: That's a good question. Um, Those of us that have gone to camp uh, know how important it is, the kind of bonds. It's very unique, Uh, something you never forget. You never forget those counselors and the friends that you make at camp. Many kids go back every year. We've got kids uh, at Camp Algonquin, you know, throughout the summer that have been going there since they're, since they're 10 years old. And they become counselors and sometimes uh, start the careers. So, you know, these kids are in for quite a treat. Um, those of us that just throw our backpacks on and go out into the woods and hike know how special it is. But, again, to never even get out of the city, like, like Dan was saying, you know, surrounded by concrete. And to get up there with like-minded people and actually be able to look at the stars and be able to, sit around the campfire and learn a little bit about the wilderness and and uh conversations come up that you just wouldn't hear uh any other any other place mm-hmm. and friendships develop i think that that don't that don't develop any other place a camp it's not about you know what clothes you wear or what kind of status you have at school. everybody forgets about school and, and a whole new society at camp, so
1: right it's pretty cool. Right. Right. Well, and also just be able to hear that like, someone else has got to the same story you have. I mean, I, I think that's one of the things that yeah. we're so, when we're in our re- everyday life...
3: Well, it's so easy to be distracted from the person that's sitting next to you when you're sitting, you know, in your house with your computer and your TV and your Game Boy <laughs> and your cell phone and, you know, all these electronic things or other distractions that, act, I mean, serve a lot of great purposes, absolutely, but also serve to separate us as, as people. Um, so I think camp definitely... I mean, it, of course, camps been around longer than iPods, but um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's definitely a place where we. I mean, it's the way. I, that's one of the reasons why I appreciate the woods. Yeah, is that my phone doesn't ring there. I can't yeah. take my computer. You know yes. all of those things that, that, and I can really either connect Correct. with the, my surroundings or the people that yeah. I'm with.
2: And once we get to that first night of withdrawals, I think we'll be okay. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Man. Right. Well, then also be able to connect with yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing too, is right. that we have all these other distractions of and, and and
3: listen to your own heartbeat.
1: Yeah. Just I mean, because yeah. just I, I'm assuming the reason why you chose the Ruth Ellis Center which is that there's a lot of kids that are probably going there that have a lot of other challenges that are going. On. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And These kids cannot afford camp in the first place. Um, most most kids at the Ruth Ellis Center. Never mind what we've already talked about about them getting out of the
1: city. So. Right. Right. And, and just survival. I mean, that's but usually it also, a
0: right. I mean, I think my camp experience. You always re- learn something about yourself in terms of wow. I didn't think you know you start off the beginning of the camp year the season thinking I'm never going to learn how to sail or I won't be able to yep. do X Y or Z. And then by the end of it, you've had those excuse me, experiences, and you've learned that, you know, you might not be the best sailor out there, but you've tried it and you can yep. do it if yep. you put your mind to it. And so. Absolutely, and
2: these kids are going to be staying in their own cabins, and it's just going to be something else. So. Yeah, wow. so
3: um, you mentioned the Strong Kids campaign as a way to support mm-hmm. this, but are there other ways? Can folks volunteer? Can, you know, are you set. looking for other things or, or other ways that folks can help out?
2: Sure. Uh, We're pretty set on on volunteers, and we're pretty set on staff. The Ruth Ellis Center is sending some of their staff, the YMCA and the Rowan Education Network are sending our staff. Um, So we're we're set as far as that's concerned. The the best way you can help is to donate to the Strong Kids campaign, even if it was $5. But um, you could also drop off some hot chocolate or maybe a sleeping bag for the weekend or anything you think about camp. These kids aren't going to be coming with a lot. The University of Michigan is donating sleeping bags for the weekend out of its uh, Outdoor Wilderness Program, which is wow. terrific. Yeah, so that's, that's awesome. But, but things like hot chocolate or, or you know perishable uh, goods and things like that, WRAP, the community center, which we're all very familiar with, I know, uh, will be collecting those things. So you could do that as well.
1: That's great. Okay,
3: great. Yeah. So the name of the camp again is?
2: It's Camp Beyond Boundaries.
3: Camp Beyond Boundaries. Um, yeah. And if, I mean, you did mention ways that folks, if, where can they drop that stuff off
2: at? You know, I think the, the, if they were going to drop off good, that's at RAP.
0: Okay, that's RAP's at a good
2: place. Center. And if, yes, it is. And if they were going to donate to the Strong Kids campaign, I would encourage them either to come into the Ann Arbor YMCA, walk right up to the membership desk and say, I want to give to Strong Kids, or they can call me or send an email to me, and I'd be happy to meet with them. Okay, and what's your email address? Uh, Let's give you my YMCA email address, which is D as in David Garcia, G-A-R-C-I-A. So D Garcia at Ann Arbor YMCA, all spelled out,
1: dot O-R-G.
3: That is a piece of cake of an email address. I think any... Anybody can remember that.
1: Wait a minute. What was it again? <laughs> 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 so it's dgarcia at ymca.org. YMCA,
3: YMCA. YMCA.
1: YMCA. yes.
3: Well, Dave, thank you so much for taking the time out of your evening and joining us. We really, really appreciate it. And if there's anything that we can do to help you out with um, camp, just let us sure. know. We'd be happy to do that. Um, and anytime you want to come be on the show and talk more about it, we'll, we'll happy be happy to have you.
2: Absolutely, maybe Grace from the Double Center will come with me.
3: Yeah, that would be excellent.
2: That sounds really good. You guys do a great job there, and it's nice hearing, especially you, Meredith, and uh, Dan. Who is the third person I don't know very well? Uh oh. Uh-oh. oh. Uh-oh. Oh I'm
3: brokenhearted. Oh, yeah. No, my name my name is Christy Cardinal. We've never actually met. We've but See, I've, I've,
2: heard heard, you, I've heard your name in the community, but it's good to talk to you. Yeah, and, uh, good
3: to talk to you as well. Don't let
2: those other two push around too much. <laughs>
3: oh it's quite the opposite. <laughs> All right. She, says, All right, she does
1: push us around. man. <laughs> we abused. Oh, All,
3: right. All right, Dave, thanks a lot. Have right, a good Dave. night. Right. Bye bye. So we're going to take another little break?
1: We are. Is that true? That is true. That's what rumor has it. And... (laughs) Oh, that's amazing.
3: Wow, that is amazing. So, <laughs> so you want to talk about that Yeah, if,
1: if you guys don't mind, because I am like not... You're I'm, floored, aren't you? I, shoot, I'm not only floored, but I'm in shoot, denial. Shoot, man. Yeah. Because I'm just reading about all these different things about that South Dakota has done some groundbreaking stuff of like actually passing that women cannot get abortion whatsoever. Except... Except for um if life it's a threatening. life threatening to the mother but if it's but if they were abused or sexually assaulted or well, raped what the- or- in
0: fact what one of the representatives who passed the bill said that he in his vision that there is a window for for people who may have been raped, but you'd have to be um horrifically sodomized as he said and you'd have to be a religious virgin. Um, as well as, I don't... Are what does there a religious virgin mean? Like, that you are a virgin and you're,
1: and you're of okay. some sort of... I didn't know if you were, like, new to religion. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, the other
3: thing, that when he was saying that, first of all, who decides that? Second of all, when he was saying it, like, who, horrifically, that's such a subjective well, word. And
1: why does it have to be
3: horrifically? Well, and any rape is horrific. Well, Ask you. anybody that's been raped. Yes. It's, they're all horrific. Right. But anyway, what he was saying was, you know... It said, uh, horrifically raped and sodomized as badly as you could imagine, right? And who, if we think about that sentence and we deconstruct it linguistically, who's he identifying with? Yeah. Right. The rapist. Yeah. Right. He's identifying with the perpetrator of the crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Well, what? wait, how? How is he identifying with the. Well,
3: because the you in the sentence is. It, or I'm sorry, he didn't say you can imagine. He said you can possibly. It was some like active verb, like you could do or you could.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and you could do to her. Right. It was very
3: clear, like his identification wasn't with the woman. It was with the rapist. Right.
1: Gotcha. And
0: it was just it's floor it floors me. Yeah. It does. It It floors me that like uh, he would even think to say that out loud. I mean, right. But I think that's the whole point (laughs) of how
1: this got passed. Because he doesn't think. He's not thinking past his own... Well, well, I don't not know about his no own experience, but well, I mean... It's
3: interesting to me that it's South Dakota is the first state that this happened in. Right! It seems sort
0: of random that it's South Dakota. I would expect Mississippi or Alabama. Thank you. The Bible hire. Belt. I can't remember if it's Mississippi or Alabama. Their legislature has actually passed it. It's waiting for the governor to sign it. Oh my word! They have not decided. I mean, odds I are I mean, going for all intents and but.
3: purposes, it isn't, isn't like Mississippi it, it, it already is illegal there. There's only one clinic in the whole state that provides abortions like oh, okay so that mississippi was easy. is a pretty big state gotcha. you know and it that's gotcha you know and it's it's always true it's a statistical fact that states who have the most restrictive laws on abortion have the least funding on child issues and mm-hmm. and education and so
0: now why is are, that
1: i mean what what is it that the, what is the philosophy that seems to be i
0: think the philosophy or like the framework for for a lot of anti-choice folks are it's punishment you have to meet the punishment of having unprotected extramarital sex, or, wow. or out of right. so illegally. You did it, so you have to face the so, consequences of and, being and a parent. The consequences of the the woman have to face. The yes. Consequences. Right. What about the it's guy? Not, it's not necessarily the men, and so the the logic being is that well, if you you had sex you can't afford the kid that's not my problem I don't need to provide I don't care what happens to that child you just right. have to deal with it yourself it's your right. responsibility so
3: I don't care if you can't afford to feed it and you you know burn it with cigarettes when you're right. angry like I don't care if you do any of those yes. things yes And there's not going to be any funding to protect that child. And there's not going to be. And I'm going to take
0: away money if you have too many kids, in my opinion. Right. So if you're on welfare, you you know, or you can't work, I'm going to take that money away from you. But I'm not going to be realistic about, you know. Anything Nor am I going
3: to make condoms or other birth control right. items available to you so that if you do have sex, you can protect yourself prior. Or and, sex education. Or sex ed- I'm not even going to, you know, let you know what your vagina is. And how it works.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I think you and should I never, never ask the question. Yeah, <laughs> really, and I don't know where mine is. Essentially,
3: but. yeah, you don't know what yours. I mean, essentially, it's it's your body is not yours to control. You're just a woman. I mean,
1: yes, really, that's what you're it. You're back comes, to being property again. Right, you're I property. Mean, right.
0: I mean, I think South Dakota has really gone to the point where in a lot of people's minds that you're just a step away. Why not make women property of South Dakota's men? I mean,
1: well, but that's uh, the other mm-hmm. part that it, that's, that's that's scaring me even further is that I read that Ohio is now trying to pass this, Actually, and they're. they're there's trying to ten, add,
0: there's ten different states currently yes. that have pieces of legislation that are going through or about to be. If their legislative process hasn't started yet, their session hasn't started yet. That are looking, and they're all actually in our right around Michigan. They're yes. the Midwest.
1: Yeah. Um, so. But I, but I think Ohio is taking it one step further. That it's even illegal to take out for the person to take a woman. To another state to get the that's abortion that's
3: illegal in some states. That's weird to me. Like, who's who's committing the crime? Right. Uh, like, is the woman who leaves the state to have an abortion, is she committing the crime? Or is somebody who drives her, is the bus driver on Greyhound responsible for it? Like, right. You don't get to legislate my travel for whatever reason yes. I'm traveling. Yes. Right. Like, you can't say, well, you can't go to Jamaica because you're likely to smoke pot there. Right. I think
0: actually it might be unconstitutional based on some sort of interstate commerce thing that you can't impede on another state's ability to have commerce. And if it, that's, that's totally uh,
3: Makes sense to me, so I I think
0: it might be federally impossible. Yeah, and I don't think that
3: that would stand up, even with Samuel Alito
0: on the Mm -hmm. bench. Like, you can't. That would change. I mean, that would bring us down a whole different road of right. Wow. Precedent to say right. But so,
1: so how did this happen? I mean, how did these people
0: people elected anti-choice people or didn't bother to ask the question of where do you stand on this issue? Or they thought it's never going to happen, it can't happen, not in my state, and so this is where you are. I mean, the state of South Dakota itself has one abortion provider, much the same way that Mississippi does. Um, A vastly smaller population. A vastly smaller population, but it has very few providers in general for gynecological health. So, you know, I I think what it is is that people who support a woman's right to choose have become complacent and not... Just sort of thinks think it's you know they don't remember we don't we don't hear about what life was like before right. abortion was. Lethal. They don't
3: remember or they don't they don't even know that this happened in South Dakota. Right. You know? I mean, I part mean, of me,
1: I mean, I think, I feel I'm pretty up on things, but I'm i I'm totally in disbelief that South Dakota right. actually passed this. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. It's,
3: you <laughs> wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know, like, there's probably somebody who's, you know, eight weeks pregnant in South Dakota trying to go get an abortion
0: right now. Like, right. Like, has no idea yeah. that this still law was passed. They still can. So. What do you mean they still can? Because the law, the law is. They're gonna have Oh sorry. It's okay. There's gonna be a legal battle about it. And so <laughs>
1: we didn't have to do that on the air, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't ban <laughs> for anybody. Because it
0: is it's not it's illegal to do this, you can't do it because Roe v. Wade has not been overturned. So basically okay. they're gonna file a court.
1: So they's uh, so it I,
0: Okay, so what you can do is you can go ahead and do this, right? You can go ahead and say I'm gonna ban abortion, for okay. example. But because it's a federal law, because Roe v. Wade yeah. basically set federal precedent about your right to have an abortion, that states can't—they can restrict within the guidelines of what the Supreme Court has already put out there, but you can't completely ban it because it's still legal. It's still right. legal, so, so they
1: can still get it, but it's what on it the is books is that, it's that they can. it is legislation
3: that they are passing in order to be able to go to court
0: with. Right. Okay. That's really what the... It shouldn't be any less scary because certainly it could end up at the Supreme Court and, you know... Right. Anything could
3: happen. And the Supreme Court's not really friendly right now.
1: No. No. No, but that's the other thing too. So then it gets through the supreme. So they've got a couple more steps to go through. Mm-hmm. They have to go through their own state supreme court. They have to go mm-hmm. through their
0: state. It has to go then to circuit courts and then it goes to the supreme court. Now, it's going to be a fairly quick process because it's illegal and there's really not anything that a local judge can do to change the fact that. They can't set new precedent. They can only say it's illegal. We're Putting an injunction where you know we're keeping it from happening from going into effect, and then they keep appealing to the next level and the next level. Okay. Right. The only people who can change whether or not it's legal or not legal is the Supreme Court
1: okay so and so okay, so then the big the big fear is that what happens if the Supreme Court then says yes, they could go ahead and do this then and these other ten states have actually done it, just like right. for instance the Defense of Marriage Act, right.
0: It's there's four. I think it's four states currently that have a trigger law, which means as soon as Roe v. Wade is overturned, yep. it would automatically become illegal in their state to have an abortion. There are some states that never repealed their old abortion laws, so they never took off the books that said a law that was pre-1973 that said abortion was illegal. Michigan is one of those states. Um,
1: so they, that's why they didn't come after Michigan.
0: Well, but right now we do have that potential ballot initiative that would make life beginning at conception um and that would include potentially certain kinds of birth control as being illegal in our state so people should be on the lookout for that as
1: well so wait a minute here so okay so i think i like went way okay so (laughs) sorry
0: there's just a lot going on (laughs) you know what
1: though
3: we are going to spend next week we're talking to the executive director of may michigan abortion rights so you're going to get more of your answers you're going to get more of your answers then but people should specifically about michigan right you should it's good that you ask questions, Dan. It is good that you ask questions. It's not time to take a break yet, Dan.
1: No, I know, but I was just gonna say that, that if we move on to the next one, you know that. Uh,
0: can... I don't want to take a break. I yeah. don't want
1: to.
0: <laughs> you can't make us, Dan. No.
1: So okay. So then, um, okay. So it's then. important. So right now, so South Dakota has us on the books. It's going through the courts now. We're waiting till it gets to the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court says, right. "Yep, you can do this," then they're, we're, going they're, right, many, we're, going, many, we're going back. Right. We're back 25, 30 years.
3: And it'll only be legal in certain
1: areas, areas where they, areas of
0: the, you know, New York and California. Like and Then it'll go to back to state legislature. So if a state doesn't have something on its books already, then that state would have to figure out what it was going to do.
1: Gotcha. Right. Wow.
3: We can take a break now. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll talk about some other news items of interest.
1: And definitely if you want more information on this, tune in next week. Right. So when we have Rebecca.
3: Tune in next week anyway. Well definitely. Rebecca, who's the executive director of
1: Mayroll. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: Phil feel okay.
3: about the gays? I think he's I think he's not against the gays. We're talking about Doctor Phil. I was just saying, why <laughs> we
1: fill in our audience? I'm I think
3: what's... he's not against the gays, but he's not actively pro gay. That's what I think. ah okay uh,
1: okay gotcha.
0: Just wondering. Okay,
1: what wow. he?
3: I don't really like him at all.
1: Really? <laughs> because
0: he's mean, and I don't feel like he's mean,
3: mean and he's fat mean. hating. He's very fat. Yeah, oh yeah, he is he fat. Is very and he's hating. fat. That's just not okay. mm-hmm
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't tell you if he is or not because I was like I was trying to try I was trying to picture him. He's suddenly, not, not,
3: you svelte. know, he's nope. not svelte. Okay. That's- He's not as fat as me, but you know. well, I
1: was trying to picture him, and I was like, oh, I guess I've never really looked below but his neck, so
3: it's not okay. You it's can't, <laughs> you can't be hating on fat people on TV like that. No, no, no. no. But it's an easy
1: market. I mean, I think absolutely. that's the thing. absolutely, every fat like people, like are people
3: are already right. trained to hate themselves. Exactly,
1: so. and I think, and uh, you know what? And I'm a really uh, another thing I'm really upset about is I'm like pounding my hand. On
3: yeah, uh, uh, so you're the gonna pound, the pound your shoe on the table. Hello,
1: exactly is where I mean there was the I think it's NAFA, the National, National Accept, uh, Fat Acceptance Group. NAFA, Nafa. National
3: Association uh, to Advance Fat Acceptance. Thank
1: you very much. Where I mean, this whole thing they were going with—I am um, just doing absolutely horrible. With um,
3: <laughs> did you forget to eat oh, your Wheaties? Well. Today? I did actually
1: today, but I'm like Simon a, Cowell. Simon Cowell and the and NAFA comes back and says, "Well, you know that um I you know people do have you know have the right to say what they have to say," and I was like. But wait a minute. You could come back and but say. But he wasn't
3: saying, I'm worried about Mandisa's health. No. Or maybe, you know, nothing like that, which is still jacked up. Don't right. get me wrong. He made an, a rude comment about Absolutely. a fat person. But Absolutely. that's
0: not an opinion. No. Did you hear what she said, though, in response to it? Oh, she was awesome. No. She was awesome. No, I she didn't hear what She basically was like, you know what? I'm not, I don't hate you. I mean, you are who you are, and I, you know, what you said really hurt me, and did she, I think she just was basically like, but I forgive you. Right, I forgive you, because I'm
3: not uh, like that. I'm I'm not going to carry the grudge. I'm not like that, and he was like, he was really moved, and and gave her a hug, and said he was very sorry.
1: Oh, did they actually play that on TV? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I'm not quite there for the American Idol
0: i Have love they gotten down to
1: 12? Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Wow. Did, didn't you say
0: something else about her yesterday about how she's not going to make it if she's this big? I didn't hear that. No.
3: Okay. I, I read it oh, somewhere. Oh, so she's now
1: on.
0: Yeah, she's in the top 12. Yeah, she's in the top oh, 12.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Okay. Dang. So, I haven't been watching it. I wait till they get down to the 12, and I was waiting for that to happen. So apparently they're there it already. It happened
3: last night was the first night.
1: Gotcha. Okay. have already
3: missed. So, anyway, what else is going on? Well,
1: there is one more thing about TV. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. So, uh, who's taking who to.
3: Well, I believe the original bet was <laughs> on Project Runway that either oh. Santino or Kara would go home that night. That's right. And I said that Kara would, and uh-huh. you said that Santino would, and Kara went home. So guess who has to buy me lunch, brunch?
0: <laughs> that would
3: be Mr. Dan Burns. Oh, man! But
0: I'd just like to point out that Kara had her show at Olympus Fashion Week. Tell me why. Can someone explain to me why she got well, she her Well, she didn't... Show? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't... Re-
3: I don't know. She, I mean, she had one. I saw pictures of it. Yeah, I don't think it was related to... There might but have she was it had Project Runway in the back of her. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I've never seen uh, um, Christine this perplexed before. I mean, it's, it's weird. Like,
3: I'm gonna it's, have to do some research. It's been
0: killing me. It's been killing me. I can't figure out why. Because you know, I too loved the Project Runway.
3: So good and so very gay.
0: <laughs> yes. Seriously, could it be any gay? The mont. Oh yes, it could. I don't know. I don't know. It's
1: pretty gay.
3: Only if they were designing for men and putting cod pieces and right. everything would have been more gay. Like I said,
1: that <laughs> next year. Right, right,
3: right. So yeah, at some point in the near future, Dan, we uh, you owe yes. me a little brunchy. <gasps> Man. at out bar. That's right. And uh we can actually do like we did one time and invite any listeners who That's want right. to come. I mean, can I come? You can come too, of course.
1: Oh man, really? <laughs> I love you, Meredith. I love you. But
3: Dan <laughs> is not buying lunch for everyone.
1: No, uh-uh, no. Nope. Just
3: to make that clear. That's right. If you want to join us, we'd like to witness me lunch. by
1: uh So we'll pick a date. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll
3: pick a date and we'll let everybody know. Yes. Um
1: and it might be during the uh, Rap Benefit, which is on April 15th. It might be. So April
3: 15th is the brunch for Rap.
1: Yes. In a month. Yeah.
3: In a month from today. Yes.
1: Oh,
0: that's exciting. That would be a good day to go.
1: Yeah. It would be a good
0: day to go. You know, people could come talk to us.
1: That's right. Yeah, and
3: I'm having some folks in from uh, New York City that weekend, so maybe I can ah, drag them along,
1: too. There you go. Exciting. See? Yes. Yeah.
3: It'll be fun. So
0: what else is going on in the world? So, Cincinnati... I know oh. you don't like Ohio. I was going to say Ohio. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cincinnati passes its gay rights ordinance on Wednesday. The well, legislation good for Cincinnati. Yep. Um,
1: now, haven't they been struggling for a while trying to get this passed, or are they passed something like an anti-gay initiative, and now they've passed a...
0: Uh, the ordinance adds gay, lesbian, and transgender to its human rights law, and it means that Obviously, gays, lesbians, and transgender cannot be fired from a job or evicted from an apartment because of sexual orientation. The move follows a vote in 2004 repealing a restriction in the city charter that blocked Cincinnati from passing any LGBT rights laws, and the charter had been amended 14 years ago after a similar rights law was um, passed. So they've really gone back and forth. There's been a real struggle. Um, But it was an eight to one vote, was cheered by members of the gay community who turned out. Um and it's it's passed its its gay rights law so it's fantastic pretty exciting yeah that is congratulations to the folks of Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah mm-hmm. good job um what else is going on um Mormon in legal gay marriage faces expulsion um, dun, dun, dun. a a gay man who is a lifetime member of the Mormon Church um is facing disciplinary action for um an excommunication um after he legally married his partner in uh, Canada, uh, Buckley Jepson, who's 57 said he'd been informed verbally by a senior church leader that his life is incompatible with the doctrine of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that a disciplinary council would address the matter. Um, he married his partner, Mike Kessler in Toronto on August, uh, 27th of 2004. Um, and it's believed that if Jepsen is excommunicated, it would be the first time a Mormon in a legal same-sex marriage was punished by the church. Um, Jepsen said that over the past... Do you have a question?
1: Yeah. So that what do you mean that he got punted? like punted? Because well, I thought you're excommunicated if you come out as, as homosexual. I, well, a, it's,
3: no, I don't think so. I think that an excommunication is an official act.
1: Right. So this so. would be the first official act that somebody... They have maybe like non... Communicado with a person, um, but they were never excommunicated from the church. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. So this is the first, or is one. it
3: the first time for marriage? Maybe not Same the first sex time. Marriage, maybe.
0: Oh, okay. For it's m- not. It's not clear. Just being about gay. It okay. Yeah. So um, Jepson said that over the past five months, um, one of the senior leaders or the president of the group of Mormon congregations in the Washington, D.C. Area, area where he's from has encouraged Jepson to resign his church membership, um, which would avoid the disciplinary action. Like he is one of the ch- church elders, I think. Ah. And so that's the other issue that plays into it. Oh, wow. So.
1: Interesting. They have an elder kind of challenge the other elders.
0: But he says he's not going to be, it's not going to be my choice to deny my heritage and my faith. So he's pretty strong in his convictions and staying a part of something. And it's impressive to me because I don't, you know. Yes. He doesn't want to. I mean, they don't want you. Why right. do you want to stay with them? But well, but
1: I think it's also a good point. I mean, I think that, that it's a it's a point to say, you know what? We can be more inclusive. We can mm-hmm. be... Um, it's we can, not incompatible. Right. Exactly. And I mean, cause the, the argument that I had recently with a relative about, um, you know, the the, uh, the Catholic Church doesn't want us to... The Catholic Church doesn't want us to have all these multiple partners, but yet they want to allow us to marry and be monogamous. So it's very interesting to me Mm -hmm. how that just, we're trying to be compatible with what their teaching is, but yet that's not um, acceptable. No sex
3: outside of marriage, but you can't get married.
1: Right, right, (laughs) right. Exactly.
3: So we just, you know, don't. It's amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And an Israeli political party endorsed gay marriage. Um, the leader of the left of center party Meretz um, has given Israelis I community his pledge he will support legislation to allow same-sex couples to marry. Um, party chair Yosi Bellini um, made the promise during a meeting with other members of the party and Tel Aviv's gay community um he said that civil marriage must include gay and lesbian couples as the party heads into the final campaign saying for the there's this month's election is happening um stickers which say the voice of groom and groom and the voice of bride and bride alluding to jewish marriage song as part of their campaign Um, he had some harsh words for labor party for not addressing the gay and lesbian community it's shameful that labor has the Labour Party, which had stated it will support the gay community, disregards it in its platform. Um, so it's a huge step to have this. So,
1: and I don't know too much about Israel in the Jewish tradition or Jewish religion. Is that if Israel passes this, this is a political thing that of a Jewish state, just like if we pass marriage, it would just be a political thing right. for a Christian state. It would have to state.
0: go through. I mean, it would be similar to the way that. Um, in our country, the Senate, the Senate and the House would have to take up the bill, agree to pass it, and then the President would have to sign it. Sign it. It's the same idea in this in, okay. in the same. So
1: it doesn't change the religion at all because a lot of times that gets c- 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 put no. together. So it's no, a, it's it a, doesn't.
0: And in fact,
3: you know, nothing stopping any gay person or a gay couple from getting a religious ceremony right now. That's not necessarily in in the United States. That's not necessarily what confers all those rights and responsibilities that everybody talks about being associated with marriage. What associate? What confers that is a civil, you sanct- like the the civil ceremony or civil element of that. And it just so happens that in our culture, in our country, that uh, a religious person, a clergy person has the authority to do both okay like in many countries in europe you have to have two ceremonies you have a religious ceremony and you have a civil ceremony Oh, okay um because you you know you're married by both your clergy and by the mayor of the town that you live in or whatnot okay um and it's just sort of a different okay way of
0: doing it interesting so um and then finally or not finally but (laughs) the next news item um Uh, Governor Mitt Romney from Massachusetts has announced plans to file a bill exempting religious organizations from the state's non-discrimination law in the wake of Friday's decision by the Catholic Church to get out of the adoption business. Catholic Charities said it would stop placing children for adoption rather than adhere to state law that bars discrimination on the basis of sexuality. Romney said this bill would include institutions run by all religious denominations and said that it was a matter of religion just freedom. Although he was not specific on details of the legislation, he indicated it also would extend to church run hospitals, agencies that help the needy and other faith based faith based groups tied to churches and not just to adoption agencies. The proposal was dismissed by Democrats who control the state house but was immediately hailed by Republicans eyeing a future after George W. Bush. Wow. So so, this guy, I mean, I know that his,
3: he comes from a political family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, his dad or grandfather or something was the mayor, governor of Michigan at one time. Mm-hmm. But he solely got elected to the Massachusetts governorship because he did the Olympics in Salt Lake City. Like, he was the boss of them. And he rode that.
1: It's a good way of doing it, I'll tell you.
3: Right into the Massachusetts governor's office. Wow. Which doesn't make a. Why didn't he run for office in Utah? That's where he was living. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> not that it not that it really makes a difference. You know where he's being conservative. He's still being conservative. Um, but I'm I'm fascinated by that.
1: Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess if you ran something that big, I guess they were thinking that you could probably run something very. Go- oh yeah, the Olympics
3: are just like a state.
1: Well, but I mean the finances, the wheeling yeah, and dealing, sure, bringing sure, in sure. money. So I think that's what they were thinking. But you're right about the people. That's another. That's another issue. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, Well, there was another thing that kind of happened recently. Also, was that in Des Moines, Iowa, it actually wasn't recently, it was actually back in early February, but um, Advocates for the Gay student Students released results of a survey um, that they said show how much gay students and their friends are harassed. Now, the survey of 175 students in 48 Iowa schools, uh, school districts, um, included a focus on straight students who have gay friends. The students said being friends with someone who is gay increases chances of being harassed. Hmm. Um, and there's a, the quote is, just being the friend of a gay student increases the likely, likelihood that you'll be threatened, um, said, said Ryan of the Iowa Pride Network, an advocacy group for gay students. The survey showed that 43% of students with gay friends reported that they had property stolen or damaged, compared to the 18% of the general student population. Um, It also found that 94% of gay students reported hearing uh, derogatory remarks frequently, and that in more than 70% of those um, incidents, um, teachers did not intervene. Um, Yeah, wasn't that something? Um, And then one more thing is that the survey also found that 60% of gay students faced incidents of overt harassment, and 10% of straight students with gay friends faced such harassment. Um, Another 18% reported hearing derogatory remarks from teachers um, or school staff. So, I would, you know, now I guess the thing is, is that just being associated um, and that these straight students are taking, a, taking. I, I, I'm admiring these straight students, even though I, I, I have some issues with that, but we don't have enough time now to talk about it. But but that these straight students are standing up and also receiving a lot of the harassment as well, just being a friend. Right. Um, and so I appreciate the fact that they're even being, you know, a, a friend and still putting up with the, the drama of. Um, uh, being harassed and things stolen and damaged, and so.